Hello, hello. That sounds like me. Hi. Hey, you're late. Two minutes. Oh, who's late to these things? This is whenever. Seriously, it's such a lack of commitment. I apologize. I should do better. I don't mind commitment or anything. Just, you know, a little warning beforehand. That's all. At least more than 30 minutes because that's overrated. You know, at least not 15 minutes after we would have started. That's all I'm asking. You know what we should do right now? This is just for fun. So it's not like, you know, I'm going to sit here and hold you to a schedule, but you know. <laughs> okay. That's enough passive aggressive. Uh, no, I want more passion aggression. No, 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 no. Now we're going to go directly into direct aggression. Listen. Aggressive. Feed my soul with aggression. Let's uh, let's do the intro. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the. I got I got a cute cutesy nickname first. Okay, I got Hold it. Hold on. Did Kira just get coronavirus? Hey, I'm well, fine. I'm like... just clearing my throat. I think okay, it takes like I have to gestate anyway, so I have to prepare. Okay, this is a very important introduction. <laughs> Allow Hello, me to reintroduce myself. Welcome to the no. completely unprepared <laughs> podcast. <laughs> My name is David and I'm white. I can't I can't top that. <laughs> I guess I'm Jordan. That's all I can say at that point. You guess are you going through an identity crisis? Oh, also, hello and welcome. Crisis every single episode of this podcast. What are you talking about? No, that's just a general crisis. Oh, <laughs> everything makes so much more sense now. <laughs> My oh, life is a lie. Um, <laughs> Salutations and welcome. greetings. Thank you for joining us on this fine Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, depending on what day you're listening. We I don't you judge. Morning, afternoon, or evening, depending where you're at. We hope that your time zone is accommodating. It's probably listening. morning. <laughs> These uh, people need to get this shit out the way before they deal with the rest got, of their day. I got shit to do. Let's get this done. <laughs> Why am I listening to these people? Posting is a terrible way to start the day. Are you if kidding? you're listening to this to start your day, I really suggest you get some breakfast. Maybe take a jog. Do something. We, with your day, your we day. recommend either something with eggs or French toast. The cinnamon and or, flavors. And or French toast. The cinnamony flavors really also, go French well with the French toast has shit-posting. eggs. Well, yes, but like it's not its own separate breakfast item. I feel like item. French toast is actually a really unhealthy way to start your day. Like it's a fun way to start your day. I won't deny that. But it's definitely not a healthy way. No. Just like, like our when, um, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're trying to get them away from. 
But it's like when, um, what was it? Uh, <laughs> one of those fr- frosted mini wheats, whenever they run their ads, like, yeah. uh, oh, fuck, dude. Studies show that kids that uh, eat frosted mini wheats before their day do 20% better than kids who didn't. But it's like the baseline that you compare that to are kids that didn't eat anything at all that morning. <laughs> um, yeah, well, they're healthier. We're too. just saying. Yeah, I, it's like, yeah, they're probably going to be a little bit more cognitive than kids that are starving right now. That's so what you're saying is, is we're why, right. This is why equity is important. Exactly. My, the other one that I really like is... Uh, we got here quick. Do you, do you know why kids like the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, because there's 32 grams of sugar per serving. That's a really easy math problem. <laughs> it's it not even a number I made up. That's the actual number. It is delicious. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. Totally Especially, terrible, not only that, but when like the cinnamon sugariness flakes off into the milk. And then <laughs> afterwards, you drink the joyful like sugary mixture that is milk. And it kind of ruins milk for the rest of your life because you always expect... <laughs> That milk is just going to be that fucking sugary and cinnamony and good. You, and you know, they tried to milk. fix that. They tried to fix that by coming out with these straws that had like like flavoring inside of it so that when you drank milk through one of those straws, it would taste like that kind of chocolate or <laughs> strawberry or whatever milk. And this is how God invented churros. This is all. This is such a disgusting conversation. <laughs> How is this gross? How do you not appreciate sugary, cinnamony, diabetes, diabetes, teeth, and your arteries with sugar? Delicious. Oh, yes. Disgusting. Don't get exactly. me wrong. I do it too. It's still disgusting. Uh, have you heard of the Reese's Puff? Uh oh, like the candy or like the. Cereal that's... It's cereal that is yeah, peanut yeah. butter chocolatey deliciousness coated in sugar. That. I haven't had it in a while. Is it? I yeah, I haven't had it, it in a very good? long time. I mean, like, I, I mean, or... it tastes no, good. it's wow. it's not healthy whatsoever. Yeah. ever. Yeah, cereal is really. You know, a lot of the things that they taught us as kids that are, it was healthy is just blatant fucking lying. It's like, called General US. Mills lobbyists. Yeah, our our pyramid was found was had a foundation of bread. Yeah, the thing that <laughs> they tell you not to eat. Which is about as good as building your house on a foundation of bread. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Speaking of things that they told you was good for you growing up, and then you realize they're terrible as you grow into an adult, football. Oh, yeah. 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 We're doing some work not on this. Not really. One. I mean, there's there's some been some pretty interesting stuff out of the combine I've noticed. I mean, the Europa really, League was pretty eventful, but I would say I want to shout out to the Arizona State punter who did 25 bench press reps. Is he your and friend? Gained the attention. No, I haven't been there in many years. <laughs> However, I want him to be my friend because. Anyway, go on, go on. I don't want to hear what you had to say. I was just gonna say he gained the attention of the nation. Well, the nation as it pertains. To people the, who care about football, that's pretty close to what uh, Shaquem Griffin did, right? I, I always forget which Griffin is which. I thought he was twenty-four. Uh, oh, is he more? Shaquille uh, can yeah. feel. <laughs> that's terrible. Wow. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's pretty on par. 
Um, well, yeah, that's cool. And this is the punter. Punter. I don't know that I need a, I don't know that I need a punter that can bench, but that has good. arms like logs. She, well, Shakim, that's, that's a lot of tests, but yeah. Shakim did twenty reps. Okay. Oh yeah, this kid did twenty five. Suck it, Shakim. Ow. Yeah, but he had a hand. Wait, they both had hands. They they have Sh to have. Shakim hands. did it with only one hand. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Now, granted, Shakim also isn't a punter. Like we would expect him to be a little bit stronger than the punter, or at least I would. Maybe I shouldn't, but I would. Maybe someday. I haven't done a case study on strength of punters. So I don't. I don't know. Case study. How be pretty undersized. Very. speaking. They need to take about one hit every couple of snaps. Or uh, every couple of drives, so maybe they uh, um, they can probably go through entire games without even being touched. Yeah, but I mean, even usually once, even if they get the punt off, they can they might still get crashed. But you know, that's still a free penalty. But yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, well, that's cool. Um, there was what the uh, what is it three hundred and sixty four pound. I think he was a defensive t uh, lineman that ran a, I think it was a sub five second 40. That's fucking insane. The, the. He was amazing. I think it was, I think it was like a four, five, six. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Uh, a four, nine, six. I think it was. Yeah. Anything under, uh, Five five seconds is absolutely amazing at that weight. Anything under six seconds is amazing at that weight, honestly. Yeah, uh, three hundred sixty four pound Mecky Becton runs four one one forty. Mecky. I M E K H I. I don't know. Mekhi. Mekhi. Pfeiffer. Yeah. I like, how, a, I like how you said that, and I immediately went to M&M. Yeah, well, that's pretty much the only way you'd know Mackay Pfeiffer. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it was quite, a, uh, quite an interesting one. Um, there was a linebacker that ran a 4-3-9, which is absurd. Jesus. That's so good. I'm pretty quick, and I... That's still better than my best 40. And I weigh probably 150 less pounds than that guy. That guy's probably equal to about two of me. Maybe 100 less. I don't know. I don't know what he actually weighs, so I can't say that for sure. But it's just insane to think that even with all that extra weight, he can still book it quicker than I can. And he fucking crush it. Yeah. No, it's been really fun watching the drills. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I never really put too much weight on the combine. What? It's what? Really fun to watch. Yeah. What combine exercise do you think that you guys would be the most like, like the best at? Probably would bench be... press. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can do one at two twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the um. What's the one? Probably do two twenty-five. I highly chase. doubt it, but but thank you. 
Uh, is a steeplechase part of the combine? It's not, but it should be. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're going to play in rainy conditions. You need to be able to jump puddles. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty quick and agile. I'd say I like either the forty or the three cone. Any of the wide receiver drills. Did you see that one guy who got hit in the face on the drill on the football? Oh Wait, god! Which one? Uh, where you? It's a it's a receiver drill, and you just catch a bunch of the footballs from both sides, and you're supposed to like kind of turn and catch from. Oh, your yeah, left yeah. and your right. And the motherfucker got like hit in the face on the oh, no. second pass. Uh, NFL combine. The hard part about that too is face. that you like have to try and figure out a way to, to mentally snap back, but you're just so embarrassed at that point. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to come through. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He didn't even look. <laughs> I think he just thought But he still turned. He still turned and looked. Oh, so left, all right. And then like, maybe that's not good. Jesus Christ. What I just saw for the first time was apparently like a couple of years back, uh, one of the players was uh, doing the combine running the 40 and like he fell afterwards and his dick just like straight up falls out onto the. <gasps> no. <laughs> Don't send that video. I'm good. I mean, wow. I'd like to see it. Carol's on it too. Sticks, sticks everywhere. <laughs> That's pretty funny though. Poor dude. Yeah, I don't know. I think it tends to be that like fans put a lot more emphasis on the, the uh, combine than it actually really is. Because I think scouts really just want to know: Do you have the speed that we think you do? Uh, you know, like because you've already proven what you can do on the field. It's not like they're gonna watch and be like. Oh, I thought this guy could catch balls, but it turns out that he can't because he couldn't catch it on this one weird day. I think they're really just trying to mark you for me measurements and stuff like that, trying to get some baseline read on that. But overall, yeah. like, if you're a top prospect, you're still a top prospect. It's not like they're going to be like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> did you see? I feel... We, we didn't notice before that he did a, fo a four-step drop back instead of a three. Now we did because we were stupid. We're not taking them. <laughs> I, I was actually thinking about that where I was like, I wonder if there is anybody who like has ever like gone into a combine. Like I'm really excited to see so-and-so. And then it was like, nah, three cone <gasps> drill wasn't good enough. No. Yeah. I think where it comes <gasps> down to is like, it'll settle some tiebreakers. <laughs> like if you're sitting there, like, I don't know if we want to take Justin Herbert or if we want to take Jacob Eason. And then you're like, yeah. okay, I saw a little bit, you know, like his, his speed was a little bit better. I, I like the reflex that he had here. I'm going to take X over that. You know, like I could see that. And then the other one is like Cole McDonald from Hawaii. Like who is thinking that he's going to be a top? And then he goes out to the combine and he's pretty much at the top of every single QB, uh, 
much call it drill that they're doing right now. So you might be like, you know what? I could service him as a back. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to, I mean, it's not like it, they're going to suddenly be like, Oh, I didn't know about this kid. And now he's a first rounder. They're going to be like, Oh, well, I wasn't going to grab him before, but now when he gets, doesn't get drafted, I'll pick him up in free agency and stuff like that. I think that's what it really gets useful for. Yeah. Uh, giving a little exposure and a little chance to shine for players that uh, didn't really have a shot before. <clears throat> yeah. I, I wonder though, the only one that I wonder about though is if, if like they use it as like tiebreakers, right? If I'm looking at like three different running backs that I would want to take in the second round or something, and I just go like, hmm. yeah, but God damn it, that guy had four three speed, whereas the other guys were like four four. Like, you know. I think I literally used that word five seconds ago. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> I was so busy thinking about my point, I forgot to hear you make that point. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the election 2020 you can, commentary. You can... <laughs> I'm not going to say that I'm sober right now. You can rewind it and you'll literally hear me go. I, I will. Yeah. I will when I edit. I will when I edit it. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is I agree, Dave. All, all I'm saying is you make a really good point, Jay. <laughs> I think like, so I think it's really good if you're like <laughs> stuck between like, you know, like you think Justin Herbert or Jacob Easton and you can't really decide on which of the two that you really like. And then you happen to see, you know what? I think this guy's got a little bit better speed and reflex than I had originally thought that might give me the edge to take X over the other one. You know what I'm saying? So, so am I going to end up leaving the same point in twice? Is that what just happened? Well, not yes. three times. <laughs> <laughs> Kira, what do you think that the combine is good for? Making David laugh. <laughs> Our entertainment solely, so solely to create an environment where the NFL can make more money. That is very true, and they open it up at Jerry World. Well, that's a good way to make money. So Jerry can grab some more money too. Everyone wins. I mean, let's be honest. Jerry's pockets are looking a little light. <laughs> Jerry could use a little cheddar. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of the, the kids Cowboys, are calling it. I, I made this argument today, uh, or maybe it might have been yesterday. Uh, what do you feel like are the equi equivalents of the Cowboys in other professional leagues? Yankees. I said I said the Dodgers. Ooh. Why Dodgers? I over think Yankees? because what what is the requirement that makes uh, somebody like them also? Answer the other question first though. You mean like what makes somebody like the Cowboys? Ah, uh, fucked it. Um yeah. Or you mean like I feel I feel like it's something where like they're not perennially successful. They had a stretch of successes. Um, Sorry. go like go for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, they tend to attract. Uh, I don't want to say like, mm, like people who always feel like they're the underdogs. People who are always just like, like I don't. I don't know. I can't explain Cowboys fans. They just are annoying in the way that I want to get into a fight with them. 
Yankees fans are just annoying in the way that I want them to disappear from the face of the planet. Like they, oh. I'm like you, you, you do not equivocate to any, but anything worth me giving your attention to. Cowboys fans, I always just want to like pick a fight with. And well, that's Yankees how I feel about fans, Dodgers fans. Yankees fans feel like they always think that their team is better than everyone else's, whereas Cowboys fans don't think that there are other teams. <laughs> They just live in a world where everything is Cowboys. I once had a Cowboys fan look me in the face and say, Brandon Weeding is going to be the next great quarterback. What? This is not like fresh off the boat. This is like when he went to them. Yeah, to the Cowboys. Because he, by by virtue of being on the Cowboys, he was going to be a good quarterback. Is Mm -hmm. that what this person was saying? Pretty much, yeah. See, the difference is like, for the Yankees, I feel like that's actually viable. <laughs> True. Like honestly, if you're gonna, if you are on the Yankees, number one, you're getting paid a fuck ton. Yeah. Number two, like you have not only like you probably worked your way up through not just like the Yankees farm system is shit. Like you have spent your time on another team, proving your worth, and like really like truly working to get to that point and really building up some good faith with their fan base yeah the (laughs) dodgers only to spit in the the face of it in a couple months the dodgers Dodgers on the other hand an amazing fucking player in clayton kershaw who so good and yet somehow manages to squander every playoff appearance that he shows up in and this is why the Tony Dodgers Romo. are the Cowboys of the MLB. Exactly, because that's Tony Romo in a nutshell. Thank you. Great fucking quarterback with some horrendous pick sixes. Just exactly. at the worst times. And now he's getting paid $17.5 million oh my God. to Great talk segue. about sports. Great but segue. Worth worth the pay. Good on CBS to do that, honestly. like I, I, thought, I thought ESPN was going to steal him away. Well, oh, first yeah. of all, how do they have seventeen and a half fucking million? I cannot. Uh, well, they're uh, con- they're it hurts. Their deals with CBS are apparently worth like one billion. So. Oh my god! Everything is painful, and I went to the wrong profession. <laughs> I mean, still, even if with a billion dollar deal, if they're giving Tony Romo one point seven percent of that, that's insane. Seriously. Yeah. Um. Definitely okay, worth so it, though. Outside, That's what they had to do to keep him from going to ESPN. Yeah. David, what do you think is the Cowboys equivalent in either MLS or just general soccer? Um, I'm really trying like Manchester, to... Manchester United is like the Yankees. Um, yeah. Manchester United is like the Yankees because, like, when we're not winning, our fans are incredibly irrational. I feel like you really can't compare, especially like EPL to American football. Yeah, because uh, there's because, no salary cap, so it's so hard to like. Well, and like every fan base is fucking insane in the EPL. Yeah, that's true too. Like you can't be like, oh, th- these guys are good and these guys are bad. It's like they're all fucking loons. They're, they're generally <laughs> probably all decent enough people. Like the ones I've run into have all been, but they definitely. But I guess is, but like a couple, a like team? a couple, maybe like a month and a half ago, there was like a, a series of Manchester United fans who went to the the 
I don't know if he would he be the president of, of director of football operations or something like that. They went to his house and like set off fireworks at his house because they're so upset oh, with the state yeah. of the team. Like, so I guess not so much that is there is there is there so a team? EPL fans are all college football fans. <laughs> <laughs> that no sounds about right. The Cowboys, they're all Clemson. <laughs> exactly. They're all SEC fans. <laughs> they are. They are oh. all Georgia Tech. <laughs> uh, no, I guess the question is like, is there is there any team where the talent is not there, but the crazy fandom is? Um, <laughs> yes, most of them. Ninety <laughs> percent. <laughs> most of them are awful and then the fans still go in like you know what i, I understand that they haven't won a game all like like here's the thing liverpool lost this weekend for the first time in the premier league in 44 games that goes all the way back to last january and i guarantee you there was more than a dozen watford fans this weekend who even though their team sat in second to last before the game started Definitely we're sitting together going, man, I, I, I know, but like, I'm telling you, I think our guys got a shot. I think we, I think we really got a shot. I, mean, I, I, I don't like the matchups, man. I don't like the matchups. Like, I, I think that I think we could definitely come in there and stun that team. And they did. And there's no reason anybody should have thought that they would. And yet somebody thought that they would. That's how irrational. That's how irrational. I mean, that's sports fans in general, but the the yeah. Premier League, the Premier League really highlights it. I don't know. One of the best things that any coach has ever told me that's always really stuck with me was uh, she said, "I want you to always think of two things every time you step out there. One, Ding. you can beat anybody, and two, anybody can beat you. So yep. it's always. I think it's always important to keep those two things in mind. It's like you know." Any given day, I might, I might put your my, shit on silent. I am. <laughs> Any given day, I might be able to win. She shows up one day and she started making demands. I mean, like that's let, let's be honest. That's what happened with the miracle on ice. Uh, yeah. Said, you know, if we played them a hundred times, they might David. be ninety nine. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, so that's the thing, Jay, is you were, you were saying that, and I was like, yeah, that, that's uh, Miracle on Ice was, is where they did the any team can win on any day uh, thing. Um, so are, you guys, are you guys saying that the Cowboys are always, I feel like that's more of like an allusion to, or an allegory with like the Browns. Uh, like, except the Browns Watford. have one shit. Oh. Yes, but like they have one game. And they fuck everything up, or and then they don't do anything for the rest of the season. Like that's it's not saying they're the Cowboys of the EPL. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess I, I see what you're like saying in terms of them being consistently middling team with insanely stupidly insane fans. I mean. It's really it's really hard because like it would be like the the middling team that you're thinking of is Tottenham, and yet their fans are very aware of their standing. <laughs> yeah. Like they go like there's a there's a like a common phrase for Tottenham fa- supporters, which is 
Spurs, it's lads. Or, 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 or the opposite way. Lads, it's Spurs. Like, mm-hmm. that. Yeah. that's... It, there's an understanding. Like, yeah, it, it's us. We're not going to win this. Like, yeah. we're going to put up a good fight and then we're going to lose. My Got favorite it. thing with being a Tottenham fan is, like, the, like, common phrase that they have is, come on, you Spurs. Which I think sounds cool if you're winning, but then if you're also losing, you can still use it. Like, come on, Spurs! They just only have one saying as a team. Yeah. And we'll come just keep reusing on, it. Spurs. It was like when Oregon had do something, you know? It was like, yeah, do something. And then it's it was just, like, oh my God, do something. Do something. <laughs> oh, do something. Holy Anything. God. Please. I took put money on the over. We just lost to a bunch of guys that are spinning around in circles. Are you kidding me? What? Oh, what about the NBA? That happened in the Bo- in the Boise State game, by the way. They like lined up and they literally jumped and spun in circles, and we still lost. I know it's ridiculous. Oh my god, I still not over that. That was in the do something era. Have fun, Willie Taggart. I don't know what he's doing now, but isn't he like an assistant somewhere? Is he actually still head coaching? I thought he was like selling tires or something. Hopefully, I feel like he can sell at least four tires. Oh, he's the head coach at Florida Atlantic. Oh, he took Kiffin's place because Kiffin's now um, back in the SEC. Mm-hmm. He's Ole Miss. That's right. Wow, still tweeting like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be an interesting hire. Oh. <sighs> Anyway, I can I cannot for the life of me think of a an equivalent for soccer. I, I just I just think the sport is too different. Yeah. Okay. What about <laughs> basketball? Another... Yeah. Hmm. For... Right now, probably mm, this season, if there were an equivalent for the Cowboys in the NBA, the I don't Rockets. know enough about what's going on in the NBA to really. Wouldn't it be the Rockets? Yeah, probably. Well, I guess they've had some pretty good. They've had some success, and they had. I almost want to say it's the Spurs, right? Well, maybe no, because you got pop. It'd be um, the Spurs if you guys got rid of pop. Yeah. As long as you have pop, it's not irrational. (laughs) What's the team that's actually made? I I can try and think. um, Oh fuck! Not the Bucks, because like you have Giannis, and he's young. I feel like. The Bucks are not a good equivalent. Um, yeah, maybe Miami. Maybe last year's Sixers, because they looked pretty promising, and then they flubbed. I mean, I feel like historically the Sixers is not, have not been great. No. So, like that's to that's go for, tough. Like, but at the same time, Philly fans are stupid. So, yeah. um, can't really say that the Celtics because they have they they were good. Well. Yeah. They're they're arguably the best. Yeah, it's not it's not the Celtics. Yeah. Um, but I guess you could kind of say the same for the Cowboys. Yeah, um, like they were good what, in the mid they, they, to late two thousands. What what are Cowboys like third all time in titles? Something like that. Because I think it goes Steelers, Patriots, Steelers. Niners. Oh, Patriots. Yeah. So they have to be fourth, fourth then. Um, maybe the Warriors. Yeah, 
but like but the, the problem is that they it's they still yeah. have everybody like signed on like and like they're coming yeah, back like show. next year the the league's gonna remember who the Warriors are it's gonna fucking suck for everybody else. Yeah, the Warriors don't really have a storied history. They have a storied uh, history, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know if there's an NBA equivalent. Rockets might be the closest. Maybe. Yeah, Even I then, know. I feel I like Tony Romo. I don't think there's anyone that can really match the Cowboys in terms of absurdism. Because, like, Cowboys fans, man, they'll be 0-15, and, and they'll be talking about how they're going to win in the playoffs. What? <laughs> yeah. We're going to do it, man. Take Elliott. <laughs> He's the future. Like, okay. Next it's year. It's just it's so incredible to see so many people so dedicated regardless of how shitty they are. Oh, yeah. And delusionally dedicated, you know? Right. Like, I like, feel like the when Cowboys... the Packers are doing bad, their fans are still very loyal, but they're not, you know, out of their minds like, yeah. oh, yeah, the Packers do and everything. Like, yeah, we like the Packers, and that's cool, too. I think the, anyway. the closest soccer example to them, just to tie this all up, is is probably the New York Red Bulls, because they haven't won shit, uh... but they had the highest goal-scoring player, like like, in MLS history. Um. Yeah. Uh, who was there? Money. Who was there for years, and they never won anything. Bradley Wright Phillips. Okay. He's there for years, never won anything with them, and this year he actually left the team uh, after after like a decade or something like that with them. Um. And yet every year it's like, like that, oh, that we, makes, we're gonna do it, yeah. we're gonna do it, and it's like, no, you're not, you're, you're not gonna do that it. That makes again. sense. That makes sense. That's a good out. Like that's, that's, <clears throat> that's the closest I can think of. Yeah. But they've never won anything is where, anyway. where it breaks down. Oh, I do have the college football equivalent though. Don't hurt Texas. me. Texas. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Texas uh... is back. <laughs> yes. Every fucking year. <laughs> Texas is back. The Longhorns are 100%. I, maybe it's just the Texas thing. It is. I do oh, really enjoy. So I do really enjoy like the the like two week period where everyone forgets that it's preseason, and like Twitter is just all people making fun of the Texas is back thing because like they win a couple preseason games. Preseason. Whatever, out of conference. You know what I mean. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Yeah. Well, it's like they they show up to one game every year, but then it's always like. Oh my God! Did you see Texas in that huge game against Maryland? And yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, they both looked so good. Okay, but it's Maryland. Like, they were doing so well; their players were collapsing on the field. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it's um not pretty. I don't miss. Uh, I'm trying Texas to remember anymore. who even actually played in Texas. Emmanuel Ocho. That's all I really remember from the people that played from Texas because all I can remember are the commentators. Everyone else is, oh, Vince Young. Well, for, first of all, let's let's laugh at how they lost to Maryland in the opening week last year. <laughs> but it so, was a great game. So there's that. Um, a win over Tulsa and a win over a shitty USC. That was 2019. Let's see, 2018. Didn't... USC was contending for the Pac-12 South. I mean, I know it's not 
Okay, first of all. Accomplishment, but they were there. Who won the South this year? I forget. Oh, Utah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then they got Barnstorm. Wait, this was 2018. Time. Maryland was 2018. Hold on. Why are you not showing me 2019? What is wrong with you? I don't know. It's just doing its best, okay? Google perform better. Oh, yeah, and then Texas also lost to Maryland. They blanked out San Jose State, and then they lost to USC in overtime in 2017. Damn, powerhouse. Yeah. Texas is, but yeah, 100% <laughs> Texas is the college football equivalent. Yeah. Which is perfect, because they're not too far away from each other. Yeah. Austin and Dallas. So another news. What what uh what sports have been happening? What do we got? Uh, Maria Sharapova officially retired. Yeah, you think it was a uh, time, or she, she didn't seem like she was that old. Five years ago. Um. So she was on a little bit of a decline, and then she got busted for performance enhancing drugs. Oh, that was her. Uh, the severity of it is up to you. I like the thing with it was like it was a substance that was legal um not too long beforehand it's not like she was sitting there fucking roiding up her whole career it's like at the at a middling time she got busted for something that was already available it's not like like i wouldn't put an asterisk on any of her wins or anything like that but after that suspension she just never came back she was never quite the same player anymore um i think it mentally rattled her a lot because you know, she went from being this really popular, famous, beautiful celebrity to kind of a hated person in the tennis community because a lot of them just, a lot of people just didn't accept it. They didn't look at all any of the facts. They just said, oh, she's been using PEDs. She's the worst. Mm. Um, so I think that really rattled her. And I don't think she ever really snapped back fully. Um, and she's just been really struggling since then. So, uh, yeah, I think it was about time for her to retire, as sad as it is. I was really hoping that after all that, she could still come and get some big wins just to prove that she, uh, you know, she was still fine without it, you know, to silence all that. But silence the critics. But uh, yeah, so that was shut up the haters. She was a fantastic player in her time. Uh, I mean, really she big wins. Well, not even like how long, how many? She was around for fucking ever. Oh yeah, she's uh you know, in, in sports world, she's pretty old. I think she's probably 36. She's only 32. Fuck. That's why I was uh, surprised. I was like, oh, that yeah. seems like she still had some time ahead of her. But at the same time, like, uh, the weird one is, um, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay, there it is. Yeah, so at the same time, like, Kim Kleister's retired at 32, <laughs> and then she just came back and was playing – Oh, she actually she might have even retired earlier so she just came back and put up a hell of a show like so you never know uh especially with the way medicine's been helping players recover in any sport in football you remember 15 years ago if you tore your acl your career was You're over. done and yeah. now they're just like he tore his acl he might be back later this season <laughs> like what what happened to that being a death sentence Right? Yeah. Well, it's also like Tommy John surgery in baseball. Like, it's called, uh, I believe, the advancement of medicine. Yeah. 
and it's so and like you're seeing it more and more especially in tennis like uh i think at wimbledon last year i think all but two of the quarter finalists were 30 years of age or older which is insane you know because back in uh the the heyday of tennis in the 80s or whatever most of the players were pretty young um you know most players by the if if you were going to become a great you had you were winning uh one of the majors in your teenage years and that was the first sign and now they're you know they're like oh yeah he's looking good but give him a couple more years before he'll really be contending and you it's just crazy to see the difference and there's also advancements in technology that changes things too but yeah um you know you're getting a lot more longevity out of players so i guess yeah to your point it is surprisingly young to retire at 32 uh were it not for but, i mean end up finishing Sharapova's career it sucks though it sucks that like to have that controversial ending to your career when it wasn't really even an ending like exactly. or that like i didn't i mean i didn't know any of that so yeah. please thought that she had retired a much not much longer but like at least a few years ago <laughs> for all intents and purposes she did yeah. Um, but yeah, because she was still like showing up, but she's you know becoming a first round, second round knockout uh, yeah. to the point where they stopped even caring. You know, they're because usually if it's a big name and you're making a comeback, they'll still like try and get you some early round, but no one cared anymore. <laughs> so she wasn't getting any of the airtime. Um, yeah. it was just sad. It's a sad ending when it really was inconsequential to a very good career. True. I hope that's not how my career ends. <laughs> it won't be. Oh, PEDs, nice. come on. <laughs> it's got to be something way more controversial than that, Kira. Come on. Uh, I don't even think that PEDs what? would be an issue at your job. I do think it's funny when you're like watching daytime television and they're like, uh, are you having issues with your um, aging body? Try human gro- growth hormone. And you're like, <laughs> you're like are they blatantly advertising HGH right now? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you guys, spring training is happening. Which means, which means that it's almost the NBA All-Star break in a few months. Which means that football's almost back. <laughs> um, which means that football's <laughs> almost over. Man, I see how you got there, but like... <laughs> I was going to tell you to slow the brakes a little bit. I was like, it's almost, it's going to be the NBA playoffs in a couple months. But then <laughs> you just kept rolling. I was like, okay. <laughs> And then soon it's going to be 2025 and Russia will have taken over the world. It's going to be great. It'll be fun. For Russia's takeover? Yeah. I mean, listen, I've been been ready. I'm not not super hyped up on the United States right now, so I'll take take a shot. No, why not? Everything seems like it's going so great. 
Yeah, nothing's on fire at all whatsoever with our democratic process. Oop, processes. <laughs> Everything's great. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>